Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to Whiskey and Whitetails, a show for those who hunt with passion and drink with a purpose. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Gus. I'm Matt. And uh, thanks to our Patreon for their loyal support as always. Thanks to the Waypoint Network for having us. And thank you for listening, subscribing, sharing, and commenting, and all the other ways you support us. This week, we're catching up on some things that Matt and I have been up to the last couple weeks, just doing some general chit-chat and uh, bullshit. So stay tuned. Hey, and we're live. What's going on? Been a while. Yeah, we've had we've had a guest for the last uh, three weeks, almost four weeks. Yeah, so which isn't bad. A, no, no, not bad at all. But we haven't had an opportunity to shit and <laughs> an opportunity to to sit and shoot the shit. That's what I meant to yes. say. Yeah, so. it has been a busy last few episodes. Indeed, a lot has happened in the past few weeks. I guess. Yeah, um, a lot has happened. Uh, I think I finally got everything situated over here. I can stop moving around and touching things. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The, um, you, oh shit, when was your trip to Indiana? Mm, beginning of the month, right after 4th of July. That's right, that's right, because I was away, I was in Georgia, which was hot um yeah. yeah so yeah you had a bit of an adventure um you got to explore some parts of the united states that are flyover state <laughs> well there's nothing wrong with flyover states but the i think you did you end up going to that one part of town or that one town where i guess the crime is like the highest in the country no i um <laughs> i really wanted to it's I yeah. think it's gary Indiana. I'd never been yeah. to Indiana, and so okay. I, but I didn't really know what to expect. But flying in there, um, flew into. I was trying to find a central place because Kyle is in Valparaiso, and then mm-hmm. I was going to Fort Wayne. But <clears throat> Kyle ran into some unfortunate problems at home with the baby, yeah. and so I was. I'm not gonna. I was like, I'm not gonna come bother you, you know, <laughs> during this time. So, but we. I'd flown into Fort or uh, South Bend. Ah, okay. And that is the sm- outside of San Angelo, Texas. That is the smallest airport I've ever been to. <laughs> yeah, I've been to some small airports. Um, they're they're pretty they're pretty funny. Yeah. Like it's uh, I think so. Lake Charles, Louisiana, um, has like three or four terminals. The smallest I think I've been into was Minot, North Dakota, and it was uh, two terminals. That's it. Two gate yeah. two gates. Sorry, not terminals. Gates two yeah. gates. And that was it. And this they had, had like a handful of flights that come in and out of there a day. <laughs> yeah, this had eight gates. And uh, 
like God. when I landed there, it has one restaurant. It's just a hallway with um, <laughs> yeah. with gates. But there was a TSA on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, and there was just as many TSA agents in in, at, in South Bend, Indiana, as there were in Charleston. It was wild. <laughs> Feel like overkill. Oh yeah, there's a ton. Definitely, of it's, definitely don't have to get there two hours early. No, I did because I checked a firearm, but yeah. they uh, which by the way was extremely easy. I'm probably going to do that forever now. As long as you know what you're doing and you, and you you know the laws of where you're going and everything's good to go, it's it's not supposed to be overly complicated. I think yeah. they make it seem intimidating on purpose. Well, the problem is if like if you screw up, it's a it's mm-hmm. a big deal. Like you yeah. you really screwed up. One, you're carrying around a firearm that's illegal in the state if you go to that state, but trying to fly home with it, you know, I but it's it's just a Glock, so I was, I'm not really that worried about it. But um, I just and even just if walk you walk in. Huh? Yeah, even well, even if you get to where you're going, and you find out, oh, this is illegal. If you just leave it locked in a box and put it whether whatever wherever the state requires it in a bag or in the trunk, then you're you're still okay. I'd go find an FFL and just mail it home. Just mail it home. Yeah, it's yeah. probably smart. That's that's 100 what I would do. But um, yeah, I just show up and it's in a. Um, I bought one of those life proof boxes with like the. It's got four like fingerprint codes. Yeah, where you type yeah, in yeah, a yeah. code. Which, if you ever need it, it's three, two, one, four. <laughs> but um, yeah, just you get there and it's un- I'd So you don't have to put a gun lock through it. I do it because it's that way. If it's X-rayed, they can yeah. look at it and be like, "Okay, there's a gun lock through it." So right. it's not there's not a round in it. It's not you know unsafe, and yeah. it'll just so I you, think it'll eliminate you, say, you. You mean through through the barrel? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that way, like. Because if if you go through TSA and there's a problem with your firearm, they're gonna make right. you come back out, and then like you can miss your flight. Yeah, and so I don't I don't want to do that. So I just want a little extra. But some airlines say that the rounds have to be in a um, in the original box, mm-hmm. like the wherever the ammo box that it came in, and then some say that it has to be in a um, fibrous material. So Delta said fibrous material, but when I got there, she said are the rounds in the original box. So I'm glad that I did that. I went ahead and kept them in it. So just keep them in the original box. Don't argue with them. You argue with them. It's not going to go well. No, it won't. But I mean, fibrous material, like a cardboard box is right. fibrous material, right? So sure. just stick with, stick with the original box. And yeah. You're pretty safe. It's just not, it's, it's, it's not worth, yeah. it's not worth trying to prove a point. You know how some, you know how people are like, so well, the law sure. says, you know, and then you're arguing with somebody and making a big deal. It's just, it's time and place for that. That's yeah. In the middle of the TSA and airports, not the time or the no. place. <laughs> no, no, I gonna, was, it's, it's a lose lose for you, regardless. You're just you're gonna either make a scene and make your life miserable, or they're gonna kick you out anyways. Right. No, I was yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, the entire time, and <laughs> yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, and it was very easy. They just they you know they open it up. She verifies that it is indeed empty. Like they don't even touch it; they just look at it. So they yeah. don't need to touch it because I got that rope through it. Um, the magazine is empty. The rounds are in the box, and then she watches you shut it and lock it. And then they give you a piece of paper that just says, "I this firearm is verified, not loaded. And you sign the back of it. They tape it to the box, and that's the end. It's over. Huh. It's really easy. You, you don't see it again until you get to where you're going. Right, and you don't have to go to baggage claim. They, both of both the bow case and my suitcase were waiting for me at, um, it wasn't Delta. It was United. They were oh, waiting shit. for me so at the United like office. A, a little almost special treatment then. Yeah, it's like a trick. So you don't have nice. to go to baggage claim. 
I'm fucking taking a gun everywhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm probably going to do it forever now. Yeah, the whole family. Yeah. Yeah, my son's got a rifle. My daughter's got a, a rifle. Yeah. My- <laughs> just buy, like, <laughs> what's, um like, the cheapest, like, a high point? Just go buy a bunch of high points? Just yeah. So just, you can, just, just you can to, check them? <laughs> they never leave the box. They stay yeah. in that exact configuration in that box all the time. Yeah, I don't trust them, so there's nothing to do. That's, that's all they're good for is paperweights yeah. and, uh, <laughs> and... And getting through TSA. TV props. Yeah. It did take a little longer, the baggage Mm -hmm. claim, but I mean, just take your time. And if you just sit outside, like I just sat outside their, their thing and waited and they just, they they came up the stairs through this door and, uh, and I showed her my ID and that was it. It's good. Done. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I got there and, uh, I had never been there, so I couldn't find rental cars online. Once I landed, there is a rental car place there, but I went ahead and just used Turo. Mm Mm-hmm. And I rented a um, an Impala or something. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> this thunderstorm went pretty hard here. I wasn't yeah. sure you'd pick it up. That's funny. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, there's a it's thunderstorm season. I could see it coming to where I live, so I was like, "Hey, let's let's record an hour early." <laughs> That's all good. Um. Yeah. So I got I got that. It was again very simple they were like yeah if you go outside the airport go to long-term parking which was literally 20 feet from regular parking because it's so small uh she's like built pole g9 or whatever and the car's sitting there and i tell them i'm here and they unlock it and i get in the keys are in the center console and that's it just leave um nice and i got 600 miles i think they allowed me which is a lot for a weekend yeah sure so I left, and as I'm driving to Fort Wayne, I see, like, all this smoke coming out of this building, and I could smell it in the car, and I'm like, barbecue. Let's see what Indiana barbecue is all about. <laughs> so I pull up. It's the only uh, white guy there, and they the guy this guy opens the door for me, and he and I don't know. I still don't know what he means, but he says, go and get your big-ass head up in here. That's what he told me. And he opened the door for me. And I like, <laughs> I laughed and was like, damn, is my head that big, dude? And, uh, and he just laughed and walked, you know, walked on down to his car. And so I'm standing in line. I'm like, what? Is that a big ass head? <laughs> no one's ever told me that before. So I don't know if that's like some Indiana joke, but maybe it was some kind of, some, some, I don't know. I that's no funny. I, that's, uh, how do you respond to that? that? I don't. <laughs> So everybody in front of me was getting rib ends. You ever had rib yeah. ends? Yes. I've never had rib ends. I thought I thought they were burnt ends, and I was like, "That's okay. where they call them rib ends." But it's literally just like the soft bone part of the rib on the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, I couldn't even eat it. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was a, so uh, chewy. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. I'll, anyway, I was, that's a. Uh, mm. Okay. That, yeah. That's um. <clears throat> That's a, a you're making a it weird. Sorry, it's just a it, that particular uh, rib ends are not something that most people order. It's just uh, it's a, a particular taste. Yeah, like <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I like chitlins. So is it like that? Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Chicken livers. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's uh, it's got to be cooked what right too, but I haven't had it very often. Like you said, it's not very. It's not an enjoyable bite. No, I didn't like it. And it was way too much sauce on it. I mean, it was just dripping. Um, it came with fries, and the fries were okay, but mm. it was just a weird. 
Oh, that's the picture you sent me. Yes. Right? Like yeah. it was like how much you say it was like six bucks or eight it bucks. It was cheap. It was like five. It was it was, under was like six. A, it was like it was next to nothing. You said it was you said it was like ten pounds worth of food though. It, it was, was like yeah. It, it was, was probably all sauce, wasn't it? <laughs> probably. And so I'm kind of like picking through it, trying to kind of. I'm like, man, I I just couldn't eat it. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just eat when I get to Fort Wayne. And so I'm like, all right, we're hitting the road. We're gonna we're gonna get there. And then I passed an Indian casino. <laughs> and you know me. Yeah. How'd that go? <laughs> I walked did in. Go, him, did it go for you about as well as every other casino we've been to together? I gave him 300 bucks and I walked out. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've come to the determination. I think that is, uh, you can expedite the whole experience and save yourself a lot of time and give yourself free up time to go do other things. If you just walked into a casino, took a couple hundred bucks and just kind of threw it up in the air and then just left. Yeah. Get it over 100%. with and have pl- plenty of time to do other things. Yep. No, it's uh so I was like, oh slot machine, let's do that. And I had like sixty bucks in my pocket and that was mm-hmm. gone and because I'm like, oh, all five lines, all five lines, you know, because yeah. that's how you win. And uh, it was gone immediately. And then I got on roulette and I won pretty good on roulette. Mm-hmm. I got a, a nickel hit. So mm-hmm. lots of money. So then I was like, Okay, we're paying ten dollars on every single square. So I just I put ten down on all my numbers. Like I play a portion of the wheel. So the wheel's yep. like you know, if you were to put it into a quarter, just memorize a quarter of the numbers. And now you're playing it's a it's a strategy. Yeah. It didn't work. I mean, I still lost everything, but you know. But if you're playing if you're if you're sitting there with a stack of chips and you're playing all night and you pick you pick a section to play, you pick those numbers and you just play that strategy. Cause roulette, you know, I learned this from you, you have kind of you have different strategies to play kind of a almost a long long-term strategy and then you have or different sections of the board that you play yeah. for yeah. different reasons one to kind of keep you in the game and then the others to try and hit big right i use the outside to fund the inside so i, I play right. bigger tough, yeah. on the outside um because it's it'll it's most of the spots are double or triple what you win right and then you put you play less on the inside but you play more spaces and then right. when those hit it's you know it's a strategy. I'm not. I'm not like a professional gambler, but no, no, we both have jobs, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but okay. So then, I'm, then I'm like, all right, now it's I'm starting like the days wasting away. So I just mm-hmm. I went ahead and headed to Fort Wayne, and I, dude, Indiana is corn. That's just it. That's it's all. It's all there is. Yeah, lots of agriculture for sure. Um, and all the roads are completely straight. Yeah, lots of it's. <laughs> it gets it's a really boring drive. I was um, enjoying it because it was like, I mean, it's kind of, I've never been there before, you know, so it's kind of sure. cool. And there was nobody on the road. I mean, I did not, there was nobody. There's yeah. Nobody lives there or nobody drives there. I don't know. Hmm. Or maybe I'm used I, to here. I think it's boring when you're driving at night. So I've driven across that part of the country at night trying to stay awake and just straight with nothing to see or do or no interaction with the traffic. It's just like not off city, man. Mm-hmm. But um, so anyway, you made it end up making it to, in, to Fort Wayne eventually. Yeah, eventually. And then um, we had dinner that night with Joel Turner and nice. um, Vantage Point Archery. And um, it was good. We went to um, like a like a local restaurant, but it's it's like a like a steakhouse kind of place, you know. Yeah. Uh, and they paid for dinner, which was very nice. Oh, very nice. And then I Ubered there because the hotel I was staying at, there was a uh, baseball stadium behind it. Oh, cool. And they had all three 
lines of the parking garage were in because they're just shoveling people in. Yeah. So I couldn't even, I couldn't get my car out. So I was like, okay. I'm sure if I would have asked somebody, but I just, it wasn't worth it. I just Ubered. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they actually gave me a ride back, which was cool. Oh, nice. And uh, to be honest, I was beat, man. I went to bed. Yeah. It's a long day of traveling and then having to not only deal with airports and then drive for multiple hours. Mm hmm. And then the next day we went to Bass and Bucks and, uh, I brought my bow with me and <laughs> I don't, it's not, it's not anyone's fault, but mm -hmm. I was like under the impression that a hookup was coming, you know? Yeah. On the price. Like I, th I thought they were like, well, we'll, we'll get it. We get everything at cost. Cause they were like, cause BPA was like, just put it on our tab. Right. And, right, right. and we'll settle up. Yeah. And I don't know if Bass and Bucks was like, they saw me coming mm. or they, they knew what was going on. Yeah. I but don't know. They don't seem like those kind of folks, but nobody was trying to screw me over. I don't have that feeling at all. Right. 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 Um, but I did spend way more money than I <laughs> should have ever spent on a bow. But um, now you won't need, uh, really need to buy a bow for hopefully the foreseeable future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's a brand new Matthews Phase 4. I love it. It's over there in the corner. It shoots amazing. And I got new arrows set up with outserts. Um, started watching a bunch of archery videos lately. And I see that mm -hmm. that's what a lot of people shoot. So I told them there, I was like, just uh, just hook it up, man. Just do it the way you would do it if you were building a bow for someone. Because I'm mm -hmm. so out of touch with bow technology. I mean, it's been, I haven't looked at yeah. anything in five, six years. Right. Yeah. And it's, everything changes. Well, I don't know. Everything changes and nothing changes at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like if, if you're not one of these guys that are getting a new bow or getting a new bow given to you every year uh, with an opportunity to build it and customize it, it's very easy to get out of touch with what's what's new, what are people doing these days. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, the, whole, the whole outsert thing is is foreign to me completely. I, I know of it, but I don't know anything about like the advantage, the, the, the reason, any of that. I like it a lot. It's... um. It's more of the FOC stuff, and then it's also if you were to put one of those into a signpost, mm -hmm. you can still save the arrow. You nice. can just leave the outsert in in the signpost and pull the arrow out, and it won't. It's not going to tear up the arrow. It's supposed to protect it, like going through shoulders and things like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know, I don't know, but <clears throat> it makes sense to me. It's because that's usually I have a lot of problems with the fronts and backs of arrows, and so like having them build them for me. And how that's one thing I noticed. How do you? And I think this is demographic. How, how do you shoot your arrow? Odd feather out, down, or up, or what? Oh, um, because of the way my rest is, it's a odd arrow up. Up. Yeah, I've always been told out, and I've my whole life have shot it out. Yeah, I was the only one shooting out there. How are they shooting it? Everyone shoots it up. Yeah, it's 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 a. Um, if you shoot when you're shooting, I think like more traditional archery, it's mm -hmm. out. But mm -hmm. with drop with drop away rests, I think it's supposed to be up. But if it's, I, it, I don't know how much it really matters. They were talking about the spline and all this, and this there's mm -hmm. a line, and I'm like, God, I don't, I don't care. Just tell, just hook, just set them up the way they should be you've set killed, up. You've killed deer shooting it the other way, so yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I'm pretty not bad. I'm not bad at archery. And Joel Turner said I shoot better than. Uh, Joe Rogan, so. Yeah, that's a feather to keep in your hat forever. Mm -hmm. 
He's, folks, he's only mentioned that like 17 times. You know? No, I'm kidding. Well, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Every time we see it. Did I, did I tell you that that guy said yeah. that I shoot better than Joe Rogan? I just wanted to get, understand. Get a tattooed. I've been telling everybody that. I should get a Joe Rogan <laughs> tattoo of him holding a second place medal. And... <laughs> yeah. You should. You absolutely should. That's a good he, idea. He's probably just lying. He's probably He doesn't come across. He doesn't really cuss or uh, he's never had a drop of alcohol in his life. So I don't see him as a liar. You know, mm-hmm. I think I trust him a little bit. Yeah. You ever seen his know. son, Brody? No. No. Or Bodie? It's Bodie. Not Bro- I always my friend's dog's name is Brody. It's Bodie. He uh he shot sixty dimes in a row at a competition. It's like the third person in history to ever do it. Sixty? Sixty. Six Good God. Yeah. Yeah. Really and good. The, the amount of consistency and concentration to do that. That's not, I'm not sure that's something that even I fully can comprehend. <laughs> it's not, I know I can't do it. There's no, like, there's absolutely oh, no, 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 but it's funny watching uh, after going through shot IQ and learning all that stuff. Yeah. We, I've been watching some archery competitions and stuff just to watch, you know, mm-hmm. just put something on and, um, pretty much everything he talked about in that class is like, it, they talk about it all the time on there about punching the trigger and all this. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fascinating, but I actually want to have them on to discuss the, uh, the day. Yeah. And like okay. recap it all. So I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. We away. should. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. No, it looked like a, a good time. I'm bummed. I wasn't able to go. Um, but it, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you're able to go and do all that. I'm glad I didn't go. Cause I probably would have ended up spending $2,000 that I don't have also on a, uh, or don't need to spend on a boat that I don't need. <laughs> $2,340. Sorry. I'm 340. <laughs> yeah. My bad. While you're in the middle of a kitchen remodel. Ooh, fun. <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah, being all, you know, I'm just make, I make life choices and then I'm like, why, why did I, yeah. And then my wife is so supportive. She's like, well, you know, you learned, you learned a lesson or what? Like she doesn't get mad at me. And I'm like, I'm going to keep doing it because there's no repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, nobody ever gets mad. Nobody ever tells me this was stupid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so uh, we will be. So Chris from Burnt Church, mm-hmm. he's um, he had texted me earlier. They're going to start using our cocktail smokers there. Sweet. Um, so I was talking to him about that for a little bit. He just told me how many he needed right there. So that's cool. Awesome. And I've spent the last. I've been on there two days this week on the food boat. Yeah, man, that's pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool little things got going on. Yeah, I, I could see that being if he keeps it up and and it continues to grow. I could see that being a pretty, uh, pretty popping little thing. He got monetized in eleven days. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. He took a month off work. That boat. He, if I had to guess, he didn't know. He, I didn't. I mean, he didn't tell me. But if I had to guess, I think that boat's probably one hundred twenty thousand ish. Yeah. But. He was telling me, he was like, everybody thinks that YouTube is like how, uh, like anyone can do it. And he's like, but what the YouTube should actually be called is, uh, rich people doing rich people shit. He's like, this is as dumb as this looks. He's like, I got a lot of money wrapped up into this. Do you know how much Starlink is and all these cameras? And I had to take a month off work, you know? Yeah. He's like, you'll never make it unless you just, you spend a ton of money making crazy videos. Yep. Yeah. And then, and then if, if you're not doing that, you have to be willing to spend a ton of money to pay people to do marketing 
yeah. and pay for ads and all that kind of stuff. There's money is a hundred percent involved. It doesn't, doesn't matter <clears throat> yeah. which way you spend it. But, um, what's, is that, is, is what he's doing now? Is that the premise? Is that the whole thing? Or does he have somewhere else he's wanting to go with it? I haven't watched a lot of his streams to, to catch the gist if there's more to it, but he has planned. So I think he wants to eventually be able to sell food out of it. I think okay. that's the, but it's, it used to be approved and then he put it on that barge. It was on a pontoon boat and it was approved to sell okay. food. And then he put it on that barge. He made it bigger and more stable and safer. And DHEC took away his approval because the platform changed. Jeez. Because he doesn't have the ability to take it to an industrial kitchen. Oh, he can't put it on a vehicle and take it to can't, an industrial kitchen for food prep? Yeah, he can't take it out of the water. Okay. So it's like, it. They, I guess they're worried about the cleanliness or maybe for inspections. Now they have to come out on a boat to do an inspection for the kitchen. You know, I don't know. There's probably, yeah. I, if he's listening, he's probably like, no, 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 none of that. It's, <laughs> do you We're remember the, Alle Allegedly. We're allegedly. Do you remember the, uh, in 2020, the July 4th, that Harbor concert with um, Colt Ford was out there in the Harbor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, that was Derek. Derek and Stark put that on. No kidding. Yeah. So they so so they have some experience with putting together big events then like that. Yeah. He said they That's were like good. this close to getting arrested. Nice. For putting on that concert. Because I guess uh, they had us fireworks and everything and the city was like, we're not going to let you do it. But the day before, they were out there setting up and the Coast Guard came out and they were like, what if we don't sign this permit? Because you remember how politically charged everything was then? Like the culture was... For just, sure. For sure. And uh, and he was like, I don't... And he looked at the Coast Guard guy and was like, I don't think you want to find that out. Like if you tell yeah, all these people, <laughs> cancel it the yeah. day before 4th of July. There's a lot of people out here, or will be a lot of people out here, and that little Coast Guard post you have is not that big. No. What are you going to do, <laughs> open fire? Please. <laughs> no. Yeah, that wouldn't have been good. But yeah. Uh, no, it's a cool idea. And he's got... A ton of cameras, and he figured out a way to live stream with his drone too, so he can. There was drone, what? yeah. It's a pretty sweet setup. Mm. Well, some of the stuff that we've been texting about, I, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about, but I want to brainstorm. We can include all of that experience and leverage some of that experience for what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> what is it? can't tell you with all these listeners okay. top secret information it's top it's top secret whiskey and whitetails information <clears throat> yeah dude yesterday i had a when we were out on that boat i had a uh -huh. they nicknamed me um uh, i can't remember what they called it but they kept saying that i was going on quests because Derek was making all this food and he was like I wonder how we can get people to to come on here so i would just i just jump off the boat and swim out to like a group of people on the sandbar like, hey, we got free food over here. If you're hungry, guys live on YouTube, there's famous people on the boat, you know, whatever. And it, for some reason, it was always women that came. And like a bunch of chicks and like two dudes. So everybody nice. watching on live on YouTube was all, it kept telling me to go on quests to find side more. quests. Yeah. See if side quests to bring yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit's funny. Yeah, it's funny. That's a cool idea. It's a lot of work. But yeah, yeah, it does look like a lot of work. I mean, he took a month off of work to do it. Then what? He's going back to work, I guess. But he's got now he's got a month worth of footage that he can yeah, chop yeah. up and turn into videos. So he'll have content for months. That's smart. Yeah. And then he can just 
hop on there once or twice a week the best you can to keep back backloading that content. Yep. Note to self. Yeah. Smart. But he's uh we're gonna we're gonna Stark was like, I'm gonna pull a bunch of favors. And so I'm pulling favors. I got Chris and Q coming into town for this as well. Yeah. I'm gonna have them be his bodyguards and wear like earpieces. But we're gonna have him fly in on a helicopter wearing like a full suit because you know Stark used to have the helicopter business. Yeah. He's gonna fly in on a helicopter and then he knows a guy. And so Chris and Q will get out and like clear the area and then he'll get out of the helicopter. And then we're going to be inside. It's I think it's a 2000 and, or 1998 um, Lincoln Town Car limousine. And it's got yeah. bullhorns on the front. It's a friend of his. <laughs> we're going to be in there with like champagne and, you know, like probably strippers or something. I don't know. And uh, yeah. and he, he's going to get in the car and, and be like, this is how I got monetized in 11 days. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll tell the story. But make it seem like he's. You know, super famous and rich now. Right. That's funny. Yeah. That'd be a good time. Yeah. Shit. Uh, um, so while you were um, gallivanting around Indiana, I was in Georgia, and uh, I can't remember the name of the, the river. I went whitewater rafting, amongst other things, while I was at this, some hiking and whatnot. Have you ever been whitewater rafting? No. Dude. Sketch? Um, well... So here's the deal. We showed up, and for those that don't know, my son's involved in scouting. So we, once a year, go to summer camp, do all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, we decided we would, this camp offered whitewater rafting this year. So we get there, and they're breaking everybody up into groups to get with a guide, right? And the guide is the guy on the back who kind of navigates and, and is kind of the boss of that raft. We get we get went windled down and they're like, okay, we're out of guides. I need volunteers to self guide to, to get a, a, a quick briefing and self guide. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> so, I mean, there should only be one route, so you should be okay. Well, with guiding. Yes. That's it's not, but the, but the term guide has nothing to do with getting you in the right direction. It's about how to control a control boat, right? large raft with six other people on it and all yeah. that weight and how to, you know, so I got like a 15 minute, um, I got a 15 minute brief on how to, how to guide and, and, uh, basically operate a raft and, uh, a high five <laughs> and that was about it. And then nice. uh, I was, I was given, uh, six people that I did not know just because the way the numbers and, and stuff worked out and I was stuck, not stuck, but I was assigned this boat and <laughs> had to very quickly, uh, whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com figure out what the fuck I was doing. Um, so the rafting, the, the, the river wasn't super, super crazy. The, the, it was class two and three rapids were, were the, the biggest it got, but with no fucking experience, man. Like, what does that mean? Is that like a bunny slope? No. Well, so like class one and two Blue diamond. are like, like bunny slope class three and four, you start getting, um, you know, 
you know, multiple feet drop-offs and, yeah. you know, boulders and rocks and um, figured out very quickly that my job on the back of the raft is to act as a rudder. Mm-hmm. My job is to just steer the boat and give commands. So basically after about 10 minutes of figuring it out and everyone trying to do their own thing, I made everybody stop paddling and I said, look, nobody paddle unless I tell you to, and I'm going to tell you what I need you to do when I need you to do it. And I'll say, give me two or give me three or give me four. And that's how many paddles I need. And when, when you do it, I need you to do it in unison. So I need you to count it off so that you're doing it at the same time. Took them about two or three times to get it right. And then once they did, we were fucking rock stars, man. Like we, there were other guys out there that were talking so much shit beforehand, so much experience. They were falling out of their raft. They spinning around as they're going down. They like couldn't control it. And I had one of the guys pull and say, you've done this before. I'm like, you have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. Like <laughs> none whatsoever. He's like, you look like you've done this before. I'm like, I am freaking out a little bit to be honest, but I'm figuring out. Cause these are kids in my book, like, not my kids, not kids that I'm responsible for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how a little far was raft. the raft though? It was two hours. Oh, wow. It was two hours, like, like down, like eight miles down a, uh, down the river. That's a hike. Uh, the Natahala river is what it was called, mm. which is crazy. Another crazy thing. It's, it's supplied by a, a dammed lake. So the lake, the river's dammed. There's a big lake every day around the same time. They open the dam to feed the river for all these rafting and kayaking services. And then they shut the water off and lower it, lower it to like a trickle. Wow. So each day it's, it goes up and down really weird but man-made rapids can they speed it up like make it a class four they could they could but then they would flood like these multi-million dollar houses that are sitting like four feet from the edge of the uh of the river it's wild man like if that dam were to ever break people gonna lose some nice houses but um i was so sore the next day i don't know how much that raft weighs plus all the bodies in there but i was essentially like if we needed to turn like right i was pushing the water, you know, away and then th- making big J strokes towards the op- uh, kind of what opposite of a J stroke to turn the opposite way if I needed to, to make small adjustments. And I only used the people in the boat to give us speed. If I needed to pick up speed to get through something or get around something, it was fun at the end of the day. I got some cool pictures I'll send you of us going through one of the bigger rapids where I'm like, like super serious looking, trying not to kill everybody. Cause it was the last rapid of the day. They pulled everybody aside and we're like, okay, this is the last, the last portion. If, if you get through it straight, you'll be fine. Just go straight. If you get 30, 40 feet from it, or, or maybe a hundred feet from it and you're not straight, get everybody down inside the boat. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, <clears throat> then if you're inside the boat, as soon as you get over the ra- the rapids, get out and get yourself straight because there are, and, and, and he said, if you get through it, once you get through it, don't celebrate for too long because there are a series of rocks called celebration rocks that you'll get stuck on. They happen shortly after, and they're just they're just far enough away from the rapids for you to feel comf- confident and, and excited that you got through it, for you to hit it and get all out of whack. And we we did. The kids got super <laughs> excited that they got through it, and I'm trying to steer the boat away from it, and we nailed it like at an at an angle and tossed us sideways and. And it was, it was fun. They, the kids had a good time. We, everyone had fun. Nobody, nobody in our boat got thrown out, uh, unless they chose to get out. Some of them did just in the slower parts of the river, just hop out and go for a swim. That nice. water was fucking cold. Yeah. Oh man. I haven't, that's like mountain water, ice cold. It was it fun. Though, good man. Being hot though. Yeah. It felt nice being hot. Um, yeah. 
because you had to wear a life jacket, obviously, and a helmet. So it was paddling, doing all that stuff. It was really hot. But yeah. it was, um, I have not done that before. Uh, would 10 out of 10 would do it again, though. Really? Wish you could do yeah. it. Yeah. I'm down with that. They have these little things you can do if we go, if we ever go up in that direction. And it's up in the same like mountains and, and river systems uh, where you go up near Helen. Um, like mm-hmm. we drove through and saw them doing the, uh, everybody floating down in the tubes, floating down the river. I don't know yeah. if that, that goes on during the, that time of the year when you're there, yep. um, when you guys go. But um, they have things called duckies, and it's made out of the same material as a raft, but they're like single, tiny, little one-person rafts. And uh, Gavin and I were talking about doing a trip and uh, taking on some of the rapids and those. Thought it would be pretty fun. Yeah, that would be fun. It's, um, can't, how much is it, like, if we were to go up there and do it? I have no idea because we, we kind of paid for and all that stuff was arranged through the camp that we were at. Um, so I don't, I don't have any idea what it cost. I'd have to find out. There's tons of outfitters up there that do it. Each, each outfitter has like a, a different color raft. So you can kind of see, you know, who's out there. And I don't, I don't know how it works if they like situate themselves in different parts of the river and like, you know, these outfitters do this section and these outfitters do that section. And they have like turf, gang wars, turf wars and shit. Yeah. yeah I don't know. <laughs> I have to imagine at one point. What are you doing was, my waters, boy? <laughs> I have to imagine at one point there was like, one main outfitter and then another one popped up and then another one and they had to come to some sort of agreement i'm sure but yeah the uh the 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 folk the guys and the and gals that are the like the guides that do it every day are exactly what you imagine like granola lots of granola in their diet yeah. Yeah. you know long hair like straight you know, hippies straight like the the, the flip-flops or the sandals with the uh like the the big toe goes through you know what i'm talking about that's all all like made out of straps oh yeah, yeah. um yeah like th- no they did not wear helmets they're like the way you can tell the guides is because we don't wear the helmets and we have uh we have different li- we have different life jack life preservers or uh what do they call them personal plc's personal life uh i don't know i forget what the, but like they all all their gear was different they're like that's how you could tell for the guides i was like all right man thanks this is like flicking his hair out of his face putting in a ponytail super cool guy (laughs) they were pretty cool i mean they were great with the kids all the kids had a good time which is really all that i I cared about is the kids had a good time the kids that were in my boat turned out um they signed up to go but none of the leaders from their troop wanted to go so they were just kind of there by themselves trying to figure out what the hell to do so they were clueless and kind of lost so i kind of felt bad for them um but they all ended up having a good time so it's kind of weird that they'll send uh the boys up there know. Yeah, so I mean, they were there at camp, but they just the, the their leaders didn't want to go rafting, so oh. they went with the larger group of of because everybody that was there rafting were part of the camp from the camp. Um, so everybody there was from the, from the camp and were scouts, but this particular group did not have anybody any of their leaders, so they were just like kind of lost, looking for someone to be their their guide i guess to be their leader so i you know stepped you up stepped and, up became the man yeah. well it's either that or i was gonna have to not go and i'm not i'm not gonna not go so yeah for sure hop in kids buckle up fucking listen to what i got to say <laughs> I, I i would i would 100 go if uh i would let mr gus pilot me down a mountain yeah it was fun man i i would 100 do it again uh, it'd be much more fun with more people in it that that i knew knew better the kids were all really nice. Even, yes, sir. Yes, sir. This and that. It was, it was almost like, all right, guys, just have some, have some fun. Yeah, got, there were areas where we got into big groups with other pat, other rafts, and they were 
splashing each other with paddles and um yeah it was a good time but uh yeah definitely recommend it would be super fun it made me it made me think about some of the hunts you can do up in alaska where you pack in small rafts and then you raft mm-hmm. down rivers to go after like elk and bison and other shit like that that would be fucking cool yeah that would be sick and i I'd have to have like mules to get it all out yeah you call you have to call people to like fly in to come pick you up because of where mm-hmm. you 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 raft down to um there's no rafting up <laughs> upstream so um if you have a successful hunt they have to come you have to establish a pickup location for someone to be there either with vehicles or with a helicopter or airplane or some kind of bush or rafting out would be cool. yeah that would actually be cool too yeah so you don't put lose you, your meat yeah put you up i guess up the mountain and you hunt that area and then yeah that would be that would be fun be much quicker you could just throw some of the meat in the water to keep it cold yeah tow it yeah. behind you That'd be i've a great seen way some vi- i've seen some videos of that where it's like you know a half day raft can turn into a two-day thing because you get to areas where trees have fallen and you have to get out with saws and small hatchets and either cut trees or at least cut enough branches off and sharp edges off to be able to get the raft over without puncturing it and god forbid you puncture it you got to have enough repair kit to repair it and then let it dry and so like what should be a half day trip can turn into a two or three day thing because you're stuck out there with a broken raft or oh yeah or you're stuck and then you're just walking walking down the river walking the, along the river with a bunch of meat and bear country that would be fun i wouldn't uh, <laughs> i wouldn't be worried in that scenario no i think i would put everything in like a uh like a dry bag and let it float in the water next to me while i walked yeah i don't know or sounds like through a good the water idea now deep yeah, I guess if it's not too deep, I don't know what if I want to walk with feet for days at a time. Yeah, and then and then if a bear comes after you in the water, I'd imagine they're better in it than we are. Yeah, I've seen some videos of bear moving across a river, and they seem to move far more effortlessly than I do in water. I saw a video yesterday of a bear that uh, came into some dude's house, and then like you could tell the bear has done it before, but he just kicked the front door open and he put his arm oh. out. Yeah, is the it the one where he's moving through like a bunch of side by sides, and then he just like lets himself out through a like a like a push bar on a door, or no? No, this is like okay. Just, so I saw a bit of different video. Some guy's house. So <laughs> he, he, you can tell he's used to it because he kicks the door in, and then the, I guess the doors hit him in the snout before bounced back. So yeah. he kicks the door in, and he puts his paw up, and he catches the door when it bounces like, back. All right, enough. Yeah, like <laughs> you can tell he's like I'm not gonna let that hit me in the face again. And he just walks in the house. It's like, I don't know, 800-pound bear or whatever he was. I don't know. If, how yeah, big I, saw, I saw one yesterday on Instagram somewhere, and it's uh, it was a black bear. But he was walking through, like, a garage, and he's kind of, like, maneuvering around some side-by-sides and golf carts, and he gets to a, you know, a typical garage setup where you have a big rolling rolling door, and then right next to it is a is just a regular door to come in and out. And uh, the bear just kind of stops and looks up, puts his paw out and pushes the uh like the crossbar mm-hmm. door thing and lets himself out just goes wow. like he just it's like he just knew how to do that i'm like i was like i guarantee you that little because it looked like a garage that was folding like golf carts or something as I, like, I bet you that's a resort somewhere and near the mountains and i bet that nobody hunts around there and that bear just gotten used to coming in and out of places as he wants and he just knows how to open he probably opens car doors too probably can yeah 
Which would be terrifying if a bear would approach you and open your car door. Dude, there's there's videos of that online of bears, just people like, oh my god, and then like it just reaches up and it's like, boop, mm. <laughs> mash, mash it wide open, gone. Yeah, there's no way. Um, that uh, that bear did the bear that you guys saw in Helen was it just cruising around with trash cans? It wasn't going in cars. Um, no, it was, uh, yeah, just looking at trash cans. Yeah. We see them every year. They're that's pretty how it starts. common there. Yeah. That's how it starts. First I was trying to pet one like five years ago when we went, it was yeah. a baby and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not an idiot. I know mama's around, but I could not see mama for quite some distance. So, and it was, he was in front of a store, like going through the trash can. Yeah. So I was, I walked over there to, you know, I don't know what I was going to do when I got there. <laughs> But uh, everybody started yelling at me. They're like, get it back. <laughs> Turn around. So I didn't go. But People are no fun. Dude, it was like the size of a Doberman. I mean, I'm sure it could have hurt me, but it was just a little baby bear. I don't know. Probably I thought it would be cool. It would have ran Probably more me. scared of you. Yeah, it would have ran yeah. from you for sure. Yeah. But I like them. I think they're interesting. Black bears. I think they're interesting animals. I don't really yeah. want to mess with grizzlies, but. I mean, I kind of do, you know, the, the, the adventurous side of me would like to experience them at some level, but Mm -hmm. none of the, like none of the stuff I've seen of like people getting charged like, I'm not interested in that. Oh, I learned something else today that I wanted to tell you that I forgot about that other folks might find interesting. Did you know that rattlesnakes, if it's a property that has a lot of hogs on it, they will stop using their rattles. Great. Yeah. Because they just get too much traffic. It's just not, it's pointless. Well, I guess the hogs eat them. Oh, I can see that. Fucking hogs are so fucking wild. Yeah. So they'll stop using it. And like, I've, I've seen a bunch of videos of it. It's in my algorithm now because I looked it up. Yeah. But um, of these snakes, like in striking position, not rattling. Not rattling. Yeah. Awesome. But they, they make this like sound mm-hmm. through their nose. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's gonna, way scarier than a to, rattle. Oh, I'm going to upgrade my snake boots to snake pants. Yeah. 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 There's a, a, a friend of ours, uh, not a friend of mine, if I should say, but um, my sister-in-law's friend, she has a four-year-old daughter that was bit by a copperhead like a few weeks ago. She's been in the hospital since. Really? Um, she just, just like this last week started walking again. And as four-year-old, she's having to use like a walker to move. Wow. That leg's jacked up. Scary stuff, man. Yeah, we have copyrights crazy where we hunt quite a bit. I'm, I don't know if I have the video somewhere. If I if I can find the video, I will post it to our Instagram. But it's a, a video. I'm in a I'm in a a ladder stand, a club stand, and there's like I counted six copperheads that night underneath the stand, just moving around that general area. I don't know what it was about that area, but I've I've never seen the exception of one one area on the property and it was the first year or two that we had that property we were clearing we found a trail we were clearing a a larger road and as we cut down some brush it kind of exposed another open area so we started cutting down that trail and it was infested with copperheads Uh, we we, they they lost count i mean most of them took off and went away but they 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 killed dozens um probably you know if that pisses you off sorry but this was an area where we were going to be trafficking and moving around and they were trying to clean things up and it was just not a good spot. Um, was there turkeys around when you saw them in the stand? 
Um, no, I don't think so. Because I know turkeys and like snakes are. Everybody's like, if you follow turkeys, you'll find snakes, or or turkeys find snakes easily. But hmm. I don't know if it's like the snakes are are where the turkey are, or the turkey are where the snakes are. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe when there's not people around, they're just kind of hanging out and partying. They could be like necklaces, like you know how their head bobs. Yeah, that's a party animal anyway, dude. It's it's like if turkey. you're gonna be, yeah, yeah, dude. Turkeys are just cool, always man. bobbing their head, just jamming. Yeah, yeah, they're. Uh, I imagine like they have ear pods in and they're just like dance music. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. It's all doing. Turkeys and chicken. Sp- speaking of turkeys and chickens and or like uh, you have some new uh, trail cameras that you got. Yeah. What kind you yeah. get? So I got the Tacticam Reveal Pros, which the I was talking to Kyle. Uh, discount mm-hmm. hunting shop is where I got them at. They're good. Good price on there. Nice. Um, and it's also a friend of ours that owns it. So support friends and um, they're already marked down. So like you don't need a discount. I didn't use a discount code. I paid whatever they are. But um, I got the pros because they have GPS. So if someone steals my camera, I can, as long as the battery's in it, I can uh, I can go get them back. Yeah, that's that's been a, uh, it's been a thing. Yeah. Unfortunately. But what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm going to put, I think I'm going to put both of them out here um, at that property on John's Island. And then, yeah, um, I'm going to make pretty quick. I think I'll be out of there pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to kill two does a day until, <laughs> until you can't <laughs> and then fill the freezer up and then I'm, I'm, I'm going to zip on out. I mean, that's the only thing. It's like an oasis. Everything around it is is built. There's houses and it's established. And this is 50 acres with nothing on it. Yeah. Nice. It's like all of the deer live right there. It's it's so much deer that when I walked in there, um, one of the spots, you could, sm- you could smell them. Really? Like I could smell white-tailed deer. Nice. Like working at a at the butcher shop, you know. Sure. Or just anyone that's been around them, like just the way they, they have a smell. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and it was so thick with that smell. And then... 20 yards away you could smell their piss like wow where they just i guess they just pee during yeah, yeah. the day but it was a ton of them like oh, but even able uh, to uh tag out pretty quick then yeah i just want the meat and then it'll be good content i guess shooting with a bow but how far is it from your house that's the best part it's like 20 minutes oh nice That's the problem with Ridgeville. It's like if I go out there, I have to leave from work, which means I have to bring my bow to work, which I can't do when it's hot outside. So it's like, where yeah. do I put my bow? Do I, care? I can't take my bow into work. You know, it's so. And it's a long drive just to hunt for a few hours and then drive back. So you almost want to wait till the weekend and make a, at least make a, a night of it, you know, yeah. hunt the evening and the morning. It's, a it's big an hour and a half drive from there to my house, you know. Yeah. It's a hike. We're going, uh, that's definitely happening. We're going with Brian opening day. Brian from 10th Mountain Whiskey. Yep. That'd be good. It should be It'll fun. Be, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, hopefully we all see something, get something in velvet this year. It'd be fun to get something in velvet. Um, I've, to be honest with you, in the years I've hunted out there, I've never even seen anything in velvet in person. Yeah. I haven't either. I also haven't killed that much out there. So 
Yeah. I haven't hunted much out there the last couple of years, to be fair. <clears throat> yeah, I haven't either. Um, are the hogs still there, you think? I don't know. They put traps out, and I think Joe and some other guys have been out there trapping them, so hmm. I would I would probably lean towards no. I know that I think Matt went out there. I'm not sure if he was at – I'm not sure if he was at the club or not, if he was somewhere else, but he killed like four hogs or five hogs. Today? No, like last week or the week. I think that maybe the week that we were at – we were both gone. I can't remember. Uh, it was a while back. That would have been cool. I guess we missed out on that. Yeah. When when we first talked about going out there, that's when we should have done it. Yeah. Huh. Well, all right. Never know. They may, they may still be out there. I don't know. Are you going Saturday? Uh, yeah, I will probably go Saturday. Yeah, I'm going. It's the only one I'm going to be able to make, so. Yeah. That'll be fine. Get a little work day down and uh, get stuff ready for bow season. Or, yeah. you know, whitetail season, I guess. I'm definitely yeah, going to hunt a lot more this year. And I agree. I intend to do the same, whether it's here, whether we we're doing it in Kentucky. Um, I may try to find some places up in North Carolina to go close to the in-laws. Just exploit some places and people we know and mm-hmm. try to do, do some different things. Are you going to go um, November? First weekend in November? First weekend in November is what? I'm just I'm going to Camp Hero with... Uh, Byron, the the dog guy. Oh, okay. Um, I have to I have to put it in the calendar. I don't know. So they're they're gonna film a TV show. They're gonna film um, a hunting show. Okay. With a bunch of vets that got dogs, um, service dogs through them. Oh yeah, I have that in the calendar. So yeah, I intend to go. So they're bringing like three or four guys out there, and they're gonna have a film crew and all that. I'm That's just gonna cool. hunt. I'm not. I'm not gonna be hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Rocco's. Doing it, they're doing it all with Camp Hero, like at a as a collab thing. So okay, yeah, I'll go hang out. I mean, even if it's if it's a veteran focused thing, I don't even have to hunt. I'll help cook and hang yeah, out or whatever. I don't care. You can hunt. Um, but yeah, definitely down to go. Yeah, for sure. Hell yeah! All right. Well, I think I'm gonna go uh, get dinner somewhere. I'm starving. I haven't left the couch all day. I've been lazy. It's been yeah, a nice I'm Sunday. <laughs> yep. And with the rain, it's uh, it's making me lose all motivation to do anything productive. So it sucks. I was gonna go film the VPA content for the commercial, uh, for the ad, and then I was gonna go put those cameras out. But yeah, I've got two reels done. I just I, I did them on my computer and I saved them, and for some reason I cannot get them to download to my damn phone. So I've got to figure out a workaround. I just <clears> upload <throat> them to Google Drive and then save them that way. Yeah, I have, but I can't. Yeah, I'll, I'll text you about it later. It's my okay. phone's doing something funky. I don't know what it is. Okay. So, cool, man. Well, good chat. We'll, uh, be, well, if you're listening to this, uh, happy Monday and have a good week. Don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, yeah, click tough. the bell. And uh, use code <laughs> podcast, save 20% on everything in the store. Thank you to Patreon if you want to get involved with our hunt that's coming up. That is the first weekend of December. We're doing it in Francis Marion, South Carolina. If you want to get involved with that, it is not too late to sign up. You go to patreon.com slash whiskey and white tells you can join for as low as three dollars, which give you access to our Discord server and other great features. Yeah. Yeah. It's the end of the video. Have a good day. Bye.
Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.